0: Today's episode of the Instructional Redesign Podcast is brought to you by TLDC. That's the training, learning, and development community. They host a daily live stream for an hour at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. They host a conference once a year, which is in Phoenix, Arizona, TLDC 19. And they have an active Slack community and more. So check them out at TLDC.us. That's TLDC.us. And we thank them for their support of the show. So today is a very special episode of the Instructional Redesign Podcast because we have Kara North, Joe Cook, and Bethany Taylor live with us today. But it's they're all across the pond, so to speak, in the UK, while I am back in Ohio. So welcome, ladies. How are you doing today?
1: Hey. Hello. Hi. We're good. We're a bit warm. Yeah,
2: hot and sunny here in the UK. Woohoo.
0: That sounds nice. It's been raining here in Ohio.
1: Oh, we feel so bad.
0: (laughs) So you guys, about 24 hours ago, were at the TLDC UK event. Why don't you tell us about what that was and how it went?
3: Okay, so I obviously came to TLDC UK from Ohio, and it just happened to coincide with a work trip that I have. I took a week of vacation uh, before that trip, so I'll be in Amsterdam next week for work. And it just happened to fit my schedule perfectly. I was able to come and I really enjoyed it because there's a lot of people that I have Followed on Twitter and really respect in L D that are based here in the UK. It was so wonderful to finally meet them and talk to them and learn a little bit more about them. I mean, obviously the first of those folks is Joe cook and <laughs> it was, it's just been amazing getting to know her better and really understand a little bit more about her perspectives. And I'm telling you what, if you don't know Joe cook, you need to know her because she's a wealth of information and is super helpful and knowledgeable about a lot of stuff. Uh, The other one for me that I completely fangirled out was Julian Stodd. I actually meant to bring my book from him that I wanted him to sign. I thought I packed it in my luggage, but I didn't, but that's okay. It's probably still on my bookshelf at at home, but it was so nice to finally meet him and talk to him. And it it was just a wonderful experience because it was just so laid back and I was able to have conversations and I didn't feel pressure on myself to really be kind of formal and uppity. It, It was, was more about just those conversations that really hit home for me
0: now Kara you talk about not having a book in your luggage but you're lucky to even have your luggage at all why don't you tell us a little bit about that saga
2: yeah <laughs> hashtag where's Kara's bag <laughs> <laughs> yeah
3: so um my flight over here actually had multiple delays and ended up getting canceled so I ended up having to get on another flight um, that brought me directly here. My bag actually ended up going to Amsterdam instead of London. I uh, contacted uh, American Airlines multiple times. They have terrible phone support. And I made the correlation that understand that to have a job at American Airlines phone support, you need to be a retired Dick's last resort employee. Um, absolutely terrible, wretched customer service and I do not recommend so i decided if you're not going to give me good customer service via phone i'm going to go after you on social media tweeted a lot and i got better service through social media than i did on the phone and all in i think i calculated it was like 87 hours without my bag and constant follow-up and again big thank you to Joe and Bethany both for helping me keep my sanity through that. I, I was probably not a very pleasant person dealing with that. It's very uh, it frustrating.
2: It wasn't just when you didn't have the bag. But. Oh, ouch. <laughs> ouch, ouch, No, no, but, no. We, we were here to help you out. That's our, that's our job as friends.
3: Yes, but long story short, I, I finally have my bag.
0: So back to the event. Uh, what was uh, your takeaway, Bethany?
1: So we put a wee bit of a structure together because we wanted it to be a bit more than just networking, and and provide a wee bit more kind of, hopefully, value for the people coming, and not that they don't get value from a networking event. We just didn't want it to be something normal, because really, to be fair, TLDC isn't normal, and that's what we like about it right?
0: <laughs> in a good way. Yeah, it's
1: every day. It's you know, it it does. It kind of goes against the grain of what is the kind of normal L and D crowd and L and D kind normal activities. So. We had kind of discussion tables and discussion leaders who had specific topics that they wanted to chat about <laughs> um, and that they found passion in chatting about so it wasn't something that they definitely knew um, or it was just a conversation that they wanted to have with people and then it was to just see what kind of came out of that so um, three different types of discussion times, three different discussions happening at the same time. If you're finished with a the conversation, there's not more you can add to it, or you wouldn't want to move on. Then you use your feet and move on. Gosh, it was hard enough to get people to move on to those conversations because obviously they were really quite enjoying. I think we even kind of missed our proper third discussion And it was just really cool to see a really kind of diverse range of people, which is what TLDC is about and bringing those people together um, to have really great conversations. And I definitely had a great conversation um, with a girl who's struggling with a bit of learning culture in her organization and how to uh, manage that and how to advocate for L and D within that um, uh, realm. And it just was really nice to be able to kind of support that and see all of the amazing chat that was going on. Everybody had a good time and it was like, like effortless chat. There was yes. no awkward silence ever. No. I mean, it was hard enough. <laughs> it was hard enough to get them to be quiet, <laughs> quiet so we could tell them what was going on. So that's, I mean, I think that's a win.
0: <laughs> well, tuning in to the live stream, I, I can definitely verify that there was not much silence.
1: <laughs> yes, we were quite loud.
0: Uh, so it was a, a pub setting, right? So uh, Joe, tell us about the actual venue.
2: So it was. It wasn't even a room in a pub. It was like the back area of a pub, like a conservatory area. So it was quite narrow, uh, quite long, a fair few tables, and and we had three areas for the three discussions that were going on uh, throughout the evening. And uh, it was it was a tiny bit smaller than I think we'd imagined. So when we got there, we were thinking, oh gosh, what happens if everybody plus all their friends? Plus all the last minute people turn up. As we were wondering a bit about that, it was really, really hot. We had the sun streaming in through the conservatory (sighs) roof.
1: Which is funny to complain about in uh, London because it's a very odd situation that (laughs) happens. It was like
2: you caught the three days of sunshine. So so everybody was a, a little bit on the kind of glowing side, put it that way. Um, even though there was air conditioning, it just kind of wasn't coping. So, so there were a couple <laughs> of a couple of limitations and, and challenges. But the bar stuff were really nice. The okay. they did everything as planned in terms of the food was really good that they brought out. We had nice drinks. Uh, we had birthday cakes, as I think you probably know, and that was lovely surprises there. Um, and and we had enough space for people to move around, to chat to each other. Sometimes, actually, the closeness of space can be quite good because it means you have to talk to someone, even if it's just to ask to, excuse me, can I get past, and you end up in a conversation <laughs> with them. Um, and And also, I think the other thing that was nice about it, it was a much more informal atmosphere so the other part that had made it really busy was that the world cup is on and they were showing a, a football game oh, right. so we got very very noisy and very very busy a bit more than even we had thought it might do um but once i had finished actually it calmed down quite a lot slightly later in the evening and then it became an almost a different atmosphere yeah. i think it, it became um, a little bit more relaxed it, it was relaxed in the first place but much more kind of Everybody knew each other. everybody had maybe a couple of drinks um, and uh, and then it was just much more relaxed in in a different way.
1: Well, I think by that time the uh, champagne from the uh, birthday girls had come out. so yes, yeah, everybody had at least a, a wee bit of bubbly to yeah. lighten the mood. We have a few bottles of that and lots of glasses. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Joe, I know it was your birthday, so happy belated birthday to you. And was there somebody else's birthday as well?
2: Somebody else's birthday on Sunday. Yeah, is it now? You didn't know. <laughs>
3: Would that be
0: karen orr's birthday?
3: Yes, six months from Christmas Eve, the perfect equilateral birthday.
0: Oh, there you go. on the summer <laughs>
1: solstice. So yeah, there you, go. you guys have such better birthdays than I do. Oh. oh. Well, to be fair, every four years I get. Oh. oh no, every six years I get a day off for my birthday because it's Martin Luther King Day. Oh, oh, but that's, well, that's
2: every six cool. years. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's pretty cool every six years. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it was really nice because a couple of people, a couple of my friends, and a couple of uh, people on Twitter or wherever had said, "Oh, you're working on your birthday," and and yeah, I was technically, but also I didn't really feel like that because I was with so many of my friends in L and D, and some of those friends are really really um close and that was really important to me, but also I met loads of new people as well, and that was just really, really good fun, and um, working with Cara and Bethany on this has been an absolute pleasure, I, and I think it's, what I've really enjoyed about it is getting to know them better through this event, uh, for better or for worse, um, but we've, we've all drawn <laughs> upon our strengths, and we've all gone and done different parts of this, and we all work really well together, and we're one of us dropped something another one picked it up um and and I've have really appreciated that of aside from anything to do with the actual evening working with these two ladies has has been a pleasure and a joy for me
0: oh
1: <laughs> excuse me while I cry
0: oh well it's awesome that you ladies have been able to get together and bond and maybe have some uh, underlying tension that I sense there going on
1: <laughs>
2: no no we're all good
0: yeah so the whole evening was sponsored by good practice why don't you guys tell me who good practice is
2: oh absolutely so good practice are an e-learning production company they might not say that uh they're based up in scotland and uh, they've actually got offices in the us they've got offices in australia as well they're at good practice on twitter and at good practice aus for australia And um, and they're quite well known in the UK learning and development industry, not only for their kind of quite good quality products but also what they've done is quite a lot of research around what do managers think of e-learning how do managers actually go and learn on the job so there's some really good stuff that they've released around that research and they also have a podcast that they do weekly about work performance and learning and that's really good as well so it's worth going and having a listen to that you know if if there's any other podcasts that you listen to other than this one obviously. Um, and a uh, good practice um, have got quite a few people that we're friendly with through TLDC so James McClucky had come on to TLDC a couple of weeks ago a couple of months ago yeah I think. I think
3: it was about a month and a half ago and we talked about the
2: deadly sins of learning
3: and development <laughs> and it was so much fun
2: yeah he's he's a really good laugh um, and also really good at his job and he has a lot of knowledge. Um, so uh, he came along to the event. He was going to be, he's actually going to be speaking in our third discussion, which turned into much more of a conversation and a networking thing. So we might have to have him back and, uh, and stuff another day, I but that's we... the
1: emotion because he wanted to talk about emotion, um, in learning in the workplace and it's super fascinating, um, subject. So mm. it was a little bit of a shame we didn't get to have the conversation,
2: but we can perhaps explore it in more detail in TLDC and have the people that he was going to quote, maybe have them on as well. Mm-hmm um so that would be really cool but that's who good practice are um and they were just really really kind and sponsored the event we kind of just asked them very nicely and they said how can we refuse such a lovely offer yeah so all- thank you very much good
1: practice yes thank you we also have owen ferguson on kind of um coming up within the next few weeks of T- on tldc and i think we also have the head of good practice which I am blanking. Peter Casebo. Yes, Peter Casebo. He's going to be one of the early weeks in July as well. Ah, so fantastic. we have some awesome kind of people from Good Practice um, that will share their knowledge and if anything Owen Ferguson is a is a good choice from Good Practice as well cuz he's got a lot of numbers in that school of his. So yeah, he's a
2: self-confessed absolute geek. Um and he he very much downplays what he knows and his influence and stuff like that. And he's an absolute sweetheart. So he's gonna be a really good conversation.
0: I happen to be an avid listener of the Good Practice podcast. I want to congratulate them on a hundred episodes. That's quite a feat.
2: Yeah, that was great. Woo!
0: And as much as I would like people to listen to our show, I would highly recommend listening to that show as well. There's plenty of room in the l d podcast space. So guys, is there any hint of uh, a repeat maybe next year?
2: Oh, that's a very good question and one that we cannot answer. Yeah. Watch this space.
0: Oh, okay. So stay tuned. Kara, Bethany, Joe, thank you again for taking this call from across the pond and describing the TLDC UK event last night. I'm just going to go ahead and say there's going to be an event next year. We don't know where it'll be, but it's going to be awesome. So thanks again to our special guests, Joe and Bethany. Thanks.
3: Thank you.
0: And this is Joe signing off.
3: And this is Kara Noor. Thanks for listening as always.
0: I think Kara is inviting you all to my house, if I'm hearing correctly.
1: Wow. Great.
2: How many rooms have you got? (laughs)
0: Uh, I'm going to have to add on a few, I think.
2: Uh, That's right. I've got airbeds. That's what the ladies have been sleeping in here at my house. So we'll bring our airbeds. Perfect.
0: Perfect. We'll make it work.